Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Slayer Talk, where we talk about Slayers. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my wife, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. We got married. It is February 9th, 1999. Yeah, we did. I don't know who listens to what shows, but we had our big 250 episode blowout bash, and we got <laughs> married. Live on air. No. No, we got married uh, off air. Yes, it was a private like affair. We conduct most of our life. <laughs> yes, we didn't do a uh, a Miss Vicky. Uh, I think it was Miss Vicky. Miss Vicky, Tiny Tim situation where we got married on the Johnny Carson show or anything like that. That's weird. Tiptoe through the tulips. Oh, I don't like that song. That's Tiny Tim. It creeps me out. I don't like it. He has a creepy kind of voice. But he got married to somebody on the Johnny Carson show. It's amazing that he got married because he's so fucking creepy. <laughs> He does. You've seen him before, right? He does look fucking weird. I haven't seen him. I've only heard him. Oh my god! You've never seen him? No. Oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to wrestle up one of my. Uh, I think that I have a best of Johnny Carson tape somewhere, All right. and I'll show you. Uh, Tiptoe. <laughs> no, no, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so you could say that Tiny Tim's kind of a bad guy because. Uh, you know, of how he looks and everything or whatever. Okay. Well, this episode's about a couple of bad girls. <laughs> what a segue. A couple of bad boys. Bad girls for life, right? Ride, right. ride or die, bad girls for life or whatever they say. Uh, I don't, I'm not aware of this saying, but sure. You know, bad boys because of the, the movie Bad Boys. Okay. A couple of bad boys, <laughs> Martin Lawrence and William Smith. Willard Smith. Actually, it's Willard. It is not. It is. That's his full name, Willard. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's not one of my my classic jokes where I uh, where I elongate someone's name to something it's not, which is just the most hilarious form of comedy. But that's his name's actually Willard. Does his family come from money? Because it seems like a rich person name. Oh, Willard. Right. <laughs> I don't know. He he really comes from Philadelphia. I know that. I don't think he comes from money. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe it was just like uh, wish fulfillment then, like, we'll name him something rich and he'll become rich. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he'll sing about how we just don't understand him. <laughs> that was his parents. That's a quote. Sure. Our son will sing about how we don't understand him. Will Smith's parents. Right. Anyway, uh, so a couple of bad girls. Carol, tell, tell us all about this this episode of, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So we start with uh, the new watcher that we've been waiting for. New watcher. And fresh new watcher. Um, you know, him and Giles are, of course, in a pissing contest the whole time. Yeah. Um, it's hot. And like, I'm trying to think about like, I think that's kind of what pushes Buffy over the edge. Do to you behave? Oh, yeah. yeah to, be, to be a bad girl. Yeah. I think faith pushes her over the edge. Well, yeah. Faith is a terrible influence. But um, <clears throat> Buffy is. I think they're getting ready, getting ready to get rid of Faith. That's oh, what I, I think. I think so too. She's becoming too much of a destructive force in the show. Yeah. So this new watcher is basically Giles, like twenty years ago. Giles two point Yeah. But Giles two point without the edge, like twenty years ago, Giles was fucking uh, Buffy's mom, and you know. <laughs> rolling around the streets of England. See, I feel like that was 30 years ago. Oh, whatever. 
I'm just saying, like, I feel like that was when he was really young, but, like, when he was first a watcher, he might have been this much of a dork. I guess, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe he was always cooler, but they seem very similar now. Well, they both clean their glasses the same way at the same time. Right, and they both know stuff, and the... the they both know stuff, you're right. Like, supernatural you know, stuff. You know how, how people, <laughs> when people know stuff, they're exactly alike. The um the watcher expects Buffy to act the way that I don't know slayers are supposed to, and I guess she does not. I mean, like he tries to like give her orders, and she's like <laughs> looking at Giles, like, "Am I supposed to listen to this guy?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Uh, yeah." Giles usually says, "You know, please," right? Which you know that's just you know courteous. I guess um, courteous, as they would say. <laughs> so I'm trying to think about like. What all happened here? <laughs> what all happened here with this new watcher? She's like a detective that <laughs> wanders onto a scene. There's blood and gore over there. Just looks over. What happened here? What all happened here? So much, sir. Um, Not a lot happens with the new watcher. I guess that's probably why you're fumbling with, with your... Your thought process. He you kind of covered it all. He he's he's like Giles, but he's ruder, I guess, or whatever than Giles. He expects to be in charge. He like Faith comes in and he's like, Oh, you must be uh Faith or whatever and she's like, I'm leaving and yeah. she walks out and Buffy's like See, why didn't I do that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the beginning right there. It's like, wait, I should be more like Faith. Um but uh, he starts reading Giles's journal, his like pers- oh, yeah. his personal diary or whatever about Buffy. Is it personal though? Because I feel like it was it was written for the council, probably. I guess probably yes. And it's he's like, just complaining about how she doesn't listen. This new watcher is, is not a listener. Incorrigible. Yeah. So he's like, oh, this should be fascinating reading, Giles. <laughs> Giles doesn't like him. No. There's some funny kind of dialogue between the two of them where uh giles or Stuart anthony head i think that's his name gets to to that's always whenever i see that in the credits that that reminds me of like a joke name okay like you know dixon anthony head or something like that oh dickhead like i don't know it just it reminds me of some kind of joke name but it's obvious it's his real name right but anyway <laughs> He's he has a couple like witty rejoiners that I don't remember exactly, but it's something like where the guy's like, you know, you're not uh, helping me or whatever, and he's like, yes, I'm so broken up about it. <laughs> yeah, or like he tries to tell Buffy too that the only communication she should have with Giles is about overdue library books, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'll talk to you later. And he's like, yeah. which is ridiculous because like this guy's like why is he hanging out in the library like if giles seriously if giles is the librarian and that is his job Uh, then why does this dude feel like he has any right to be there and but i feel like the library is full of all these like supernatural books and tomes and stuff that came with giles do they belong to giles or do they belong to the watchers guild i don't know and why like why does the school not have a problem with just some random guy hanging out in the library right? now? Yeah. It's really weird. It's very the weird. The library feels completely divorced from the school. Yes. As a set. Agreed. 
Well, and if you think about the content that's in that library, plus they have a cage. Yeah, they have a cage where they they take one of their students and lock him up in a cage for three nights out of the <laughs> out of the month, and nobody says anything about that either. Yeah, it's very weird. No one's paying attention to the library. Are there no cameras in this school? Um, I don't think so. Like, mo- I don't think most schools have cameras. No, our school did. Really? Yeah. Weird. Well, we, we had a teacher that abused one students. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Installed them afterwards. We um we but got... even if there are no cameras, I mean, like what? I was trying to say something, and you just ro- drove over me. Yeah. Like I'm fucking like yeah. a chicken crossing the road, and you're a mac yeah. truck. <sighs> you do that to me sometimes too. No, I don't. Okay. Listen back to these tapes sometime. Go ahead. We didn't have cameras or metal detectors or anything. Uh huh. But after uh, my class left, yes, they installed metal detectors yes. because like some shit went down. Yeah. Well, yeah. We we had metal detectors after I left too. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. It is a bummer. But anyway. Yeah. Enough about violence in schools. Yeah, let's talk about vampires in schools. Um, so Buffy and Faith are, you know, slaying together, which I find kind of weird because there are so many times that we see Buffy out on patrol without Faith. We have whole episodes go by with no Faith. And now yeah. it's like they're acting like, oh, we do this together all the time. And Faith's acting like that she can't get enough of it. If you if she can't get enough of it, why aren't you helping out with some of the other things that are going right? on? Um, I mean, like last episode, she banged Xander because she was all riled up and hadn't gotten to kill anything. Uh-huh. Um, so it's really fucked up how like connected to sex her violence is. Yeah. Reminds me of that song. There's no sex no in your sex violence. No sex in yeah. your violence. Yeah. Which I, song is that? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Um, so she's like, I don't think so. She says to Buffy, fuck you. I mean, like, she's, we just got married and she's throwing shit at me. The violence has come out. (laughs) Just (laughs) I'm doing you the song. I don't. I don't think so. He thinks he's so funny. It's just so insane. do you all. It's just insane. Anyway, they're you were saying something. They're slaying together. The couple that slays together stays together. Yes. And Faith is like talking to Buffy about like, doesn't it just get you like wound up and uh, like, you know, just, you know, don't you just want to go like, I don't know, eat something? Don't you get hungry? Like, fuck. <laughs> do you want to go eat <laughs> They were talking about she, food and sex and slaying all oh together. Oh my God. It's like George Costanza. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? In an episode of Seinfeld, he, uh, he like mixed his eating, like eating meats or something like that with, with, sex and everything like he i don't know like there was this whole big thing about eating and sex together like and uh when he was eating a pastrami sandwich later he's like oh, i'm getting flushed or whatever he was getting like turned on eating this oh weird <laughs> that's and, gross and seinfeld's like i'll tell you what you've done caligula 
You've combined food and sex into one gross, like, fucking expression. <laughs> of... Oh, my God. No, so, yeah, it's like that. But um, they were, she was asking Buffy at the beginning. They're having a casual conversation as they're slaying vampires. And she's like, come on, never? Not even once? And she's like, no, not once. And she's like, really? Even, like, after a kill when you're all, like, revved up? Like, and she's like, no, I've never had sex with Xander. <laughs> It sounds like she thought it was pretty good. I mean, like, yeah, it did. It sounds like she's like, you should try it. Like, and it was his first time. So good for him. Yeah. Although, I mean, I kind of feel like he didn't even need to be there. She was so rubbed up. I guess. Oh, my God. She's done. What the fuck? Oh, I thought, I thought you were dead. <laughs> did you? That's your reaction to your wife being dead. From the cough. Oh, my God. She's done. Uh, anyway. So everything Zen. So faith. That's the name of the song. Okay. Thank everything you. Zen by Bush. Yes. Da, 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 da. Everything Zen. I don't think so. Thank you for that, dear. Um, remind me not to mention songs again while we're podcasting. <laughs> anyway, yeah, everybody hated this. No. Just you. And everyone <laughs> loves when you hate things. <laughs> hey, uh, if she's sniffing a lot, it's because we have animals and she forgot to take her allergy medication. And all she's allergic to everything in this house. And all three of the animals slept in our bed last night. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, That's not going to happen again. No. So, what was I saying? Uh, Faith and Buffy. So, Faith is like we're dr- still bringing the, her... We're still on the first scene. We are not. We are not. I'm moving on. So Faith is bringing Buffy down the dark road. <laughs> they decide to uh, go. Are you s- writing a poem? Sure. Faith is bringing Buffy down the dark road. They go steal things together. They do. They go steal weapons together. Well, because they're trying to fight uh, a vampiric sect that's protecting a demon. And I guess vampires are also demons. I don't know. They are. Uh, well, or at least they contain demons inside of them. <laughs> They're like nesting dolls of demons. <laughs> uh, so she, they they find out in the, the in that first scene where they're killing a bunch of vampires, they kill uh, another vampire that has swords. And that's the report she goes to make to Giles. So the two scenes we've talked about so far intersect. And she's like... Yeah, he had two swords, and the, the new watcher's like, one long, one short. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. They were pointy. <laughs> yeah. And so he knows that these are acolytes of a dead demon named Balthazar. But uh, everybody's like, are you sure he's dead? And he's like, yes, of course he's dead. Right. The book says he's dead. So he must be, because everything in the book is correct. I read the script. He's dead. <laughs> um. So... They uh, they go hunting for more. Well, they they're looking for an amulet that's supposed to give this demon this dead demon power. Yeah, the new watcher assigns Buffy to go get this amulet. They're like, we might as well uh, keep it from them anyway, even though we don't think it could do anything because the demon's dead. So she goes to. It's buried in a family plot that happens to be in Sunnydale Cemetery. Yeah, and. Um, the watcher, like Giles is like, oh, she should have been back by now. And the new watcher is like, my scenario has her returning in one minute. Everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Who plans a visit or like a, a, a mission down to the minute like right? that? How can you plan for all uh, contingencies? She might have stopped to talk to Angel and jump into his arms or something. That does happen at some point. Yeah. Um, Bet you didn't account for that. <laughs> right. Banging a demon. She uh, she ends up hiding inside of a coffin. Yeah. And doesn't get the amulets. And Sarcophagus. Yeah, because they all, the, the dudes, the bad dudes come in and get the amulet. <laughs> <laughs> the accolades. The arcade, the arcade. The arcade game Bad Dudes. The two, <laughs> two dudes from that game right, come in. Right, right, right. No, so... Bad Dudes was such a good game. And then Faith comes, even though she told Buffy she wasn't going to. Yeah, she was like, ah, fuck it, I don't know. And they chase these acolytes down into the sewer or whatever. Like, they should know better. Every time they follow things down a hole, it does not go well. <laughs> That's what Xander said. Um, <laughs> no, she's, she's like... Uh, Faith is like, I'm going down after him. There was like nine of them or whatever. And Buffy's like, we don't know if there's more down there. And she's like, yeah, I'll see when I jump down there. She's like, don't you understand me by now or whatever? I don't fucking care. I just want to. She's like, you better follow me or else I might die. (laughs) And so she does follow her down. And uh, yeah, it's a bunch of uh, bunch of vampires dressed like samurai swords people. Okay. Yeah. So, this is what leads them, though, right, to shopping for weapons? Sure. (laughs) You just want to get to that scene? You just wait. Like, this is just, I see now. This has all been a waiting game to get to that scene. Yes. Um, Yeah, they they kill a bunch of them. They follow them down, and they're like, oh, like, they're spying on him. They're like, hey, guess what? He's alive. He's alive, and he looks like that thing from Blade. Yeah. Yeah, that that like giant overweight uh, vampire that like he burns to death. Yeah, the one that was supposed to eat babies. Yeah, they cut that out of the script. But this dude, he's in like a pool of water, and they're constantly like basting him like a turkey. And I don't understand why. I guess because his skin gets sticky and dirty and dried out or whatever because he's so fat. I guess. Why is he so fat? I don't know. Why is his does name, he eat babies? Why is his name Balthazar? I, I don't know. That was the name of one of the three wise men. They did not. I explain believe the his one that name. gave him myrrh. Okay. And uh, sure. And they were like, they were like, oh, he only gave Jesus myrrh. Curse <laughs> him to be fat for the rest of his life. Seriously, oh, think about that. Like, uh, um, the three wise men is like, so what did you get him? Well, I got him nice frankincense, a nice, nice scent, you know, for, for him and everything. What'd you get him? Gold. What? <laughs> what? What? What's wrong? <laughs> like, well, obviously he's gonna like gold. We had a twenty five dollar limit. <laughs> well, what? So you know, it's the son of God or whatever. Would you get him myrrh? <laughs> I don't even know what myrrh is. It's I don't know what it is either. It's okay. like a it's something. Maybe don't bring it up when you don't even know what it is. It's a sorry. joke. <laughs> why do you always? Why do you always de- deconstruct my jokes? <laughs> I interrupt you and you deconstruct my jokes. You also cut off my jokes sometimes, too. Just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Anyway. It's our first fight as a married couple. On air. We screamed at each other before we got on here. Of course. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. So they they spy on him and and face like, we got to get some shit to take this piece of shit down. So they go to a sporting goods store. Yeah. And uh, start just fucking breaking cases open and stealing guns and bows and knives and everything. And Faith's like, <clears throat> you really need to figure out what being a slayer is like. See, want, 
take. Which is ridiculous. Like, I don't know why. Is she just a bad person? Cause like, I don't know. We don't know anything about her other than what we've been presented in this show. It's just weird. It's like, Buffy is not like that. And you'd think that all the Slayers would be at least somewhat moral, considering they're what they have to do. I think it, it just, I, I agree with you. I think it depends on the personality before you become the Slayer. Like, some people, once given a lot of power like that, will let it go to their head and just do whatever. Yeah. So the police come and arrest them, uh-huh. which seems kind of ridiculous. They also allow themselves to get arrested, which is yeah. kind of weird. Like, why Why not just get away from them? You know they could have. Yeah. They should have been able to. Although they did have their guns drawn, and true. they're not bulletproof. True, true, As true. strong as they are. So they're in the car. Going well, to- Faith, first of all, Faith has one of the best lines in the episode where she's like, he's, you know, put their, put their hands up or whatever. And she's like, okay. And, um, uh, he's like cuffer and she goes, I like this one. He's butch. You know, <laughs> yeah. So the girls are in the back of the cop car mm-hmm. and Faith is like slinks down and she's like, you want to get out of here? And so they like kick the back window out. Like how strong do you have to be? To be able to kick that grating out. Slayer strong. Right? They knock the police... Not even cocaine or uh, PCP strong. Right? Gotta be Slayer strong. They knock the policeman out with it. Like, the car crashes. Yeah. And Buffy's like, are they okay? But Faith's like, they're fine. You have no idea. You probably just killed these guys. They're bleeding and like... (laughs) Right. Like, it's kind of awful. For sure, at least they've got whiplash or something like that. Yeah, they're definitely not okay. I mean, they may not be dead, but they're not okay. They were moving. Okay, as, I guess they were knocked out. I thought they were. Well, they, like, as they were kind of knocked out. I mean, they were in that, like, hazy, I've just been in a car accident stage. But as, like, Buffy goes to check on them, they're like, uh. Like, <laughs> I, I think they wanted to make clear they weren't dead. Okay. And then the next day, she's she was looking in the newspaper to see if there was any news of, like, you know, what happened to them. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't. No, because she felt guilty about the whole thing. So, there's... We, we also, before you go a little further, I want to address one thing, because it's going to come up at some point. Okay. In the near future. And I think now might just be the time to address it. And it's, it's the mayor. Uh-huh. The mayor has a subplot through this episode where he's... Um, Mr. Trick's there. I think Mr. Trick might be being played by a different actor. I don't think so. You mentioned that. I, he doesn't look that different. Just a different haircut? Yeah, I okay. guess. I don't know. It doesn't even look like a different haircut. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I guess I'm just, you know, on drugs. I guess. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> Mr. Trick's there and some other lackey of his is there, unnamed. And he keeps talking about, you know, it's going to be fucking 100 days or whatever. And then we'll have the ceremony and then the ascension. And they're like, what? <laughs> Well, they actually, they know what he's talking about. Yeah. We're, we're like what? We're like what? So he's talking about doing this ascension or whatever. And one of the acolytes, they, they do talk about what's going on and everything. The the swords that they see at the beginning of the episode mysteriously vanish when they look back to try to grab them. And it's because uh, Mr. Trick has grabbed them and brought them to the mayor. And the mayor's like, yeah, I don't want anything fucking up my ascension. So... Why don't you make sure they get these swords? They can find these people. If any luck, they'll kill each other. And 
Uh, so at some point in the episode, he's going to his liquor cabinet. Also, it seems like he's a germaphobe. Yeah. They, they hint at that a little bit. Uh, somebody attacks him. One of the, one of the acolytes of this, this demon for some reason. There's no real reason. It seems no. like he should be attacking the mayor, but just he, to get our stories to collide, I guess. But he just does. <clears throat> and Mr. Trick stops him and they put him in a cage. So then the mayor does his little ceremony on a pentagram or whatever. It's like, I'm going to ascend, I guess, or whatever. So where? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then they were like, did it work? He was like, well, let's see. Let him go. Give him his swords and let him go. So they do. And the guy chops him in the head and his head like splits down the middle. It's like the Terminator 2 movie. Yes, exactly. Um, but worse graphics. <laughs> right. TV budget, everyone. And then his head um, fuses back together. And he's like, it worked. I'm I'm now invulnerable until the ascension. So something's coming. Yeah. So our big bad's getting bigger and better. I guess, yeah. The mayor <clears throat> is the big bad this time. Yeah. So in, in the meantime, uh, they send their lackey. After Buffy and Faith. Yeah, we don't know why exactly, but, I mean, they don't they don't really make it clear. They do not. Uh, but Buffy and Faith are like, well, we know where this guy is. Let's go get him. They, they get the amulet back. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. When they go down into the sewer, they grab the amulet back before they, they leave. Was he sending the guy to get the amulet? Yes. Oh, maybe, yeah, but the mayor didn't have the amulet. No, it was the mayor sending his lackey to get the amulet from... Buffy and Faith. I don't know because I don't think he cared that much. He wanted them he wanted them just to kill each other or whatever. Maybe he was sending the lackey to give them the the knives or something. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, they get the amulet back and they give it to Angel. Yeah. Buffy like dry humps him uh in the uh club. Well that's and then after, gives it to him. That's after she gives it to him. Because first they have this conversation and she's like, yeah, we found this thing. And that's when the watcher comes up to her. He's like, who's this person? She's like, it's Angel. He's a friend. Don't worry about it. And they both kind of ignore him. And, oh, no, she gave she gave the, the, the watcher. Yeah, the watcher has it. She takes it away from him because he's carrying it around in his pocket at the right. club. And, and gives, she gives it to Angel. She gives it to Angel, right. Not at the club. Stop looking at me like that. You're wrong. That's a different scene. They're outside the bronze. The scene you're talking about is later when Faith, uh, because Buffy's supposed to be studying for this test and this chemistry test, but she keeps talking about Faith and going down into the sewer Mm -hmm. with Faith. And Xander and Willow are like, we want to do this test. Shut up. Right. And Willow's like, you were supposed to come over and study, but you didn't because you hung out with Faith. And then Faith comes up to the window and is like, hey, let's get out of here. I found a nest of vampires. And she's like, all right. And so she leaves with her. That's the beginning of her bad girl behavior. Right. And then they go they go and crash into this nest uh, during the daylight hours and they kill a bunch of vampires. And then we cut to that night, them in the club dancing with a bunch yeah. of guys. They're dancing all sexy and stuff like that. A bunch of guys come up and they're like, and that's when... Angel steps up and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when she jumps into his arms and starts to dry hump him. Sure. No, 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 not sure. You were wrong. Okay, whatever. Eventually, 
she gives the amulet to Angel, uh, and eventually she dry humps them. And I guess these are separate things. Yes, they are. <laughs> what do you think she was dry humping them on the like? Here's an amulet. The watcher walks up and he's like, "What's all this then? Why are you dry humping it? Where's the amulet?" Yeah, all those things don't happen together. Oh goodness. So I think we have covered everything up into the end. Yes. So at the end, yes. Faith and Buffy are battling. Yes. Who the acolytes? <laughs> <laughs> because wait, oh, wait, wait. My God. <laughs> the watchers are um, the watchers are taken. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and Faith and Buffy are uh, trying to to free them. Yes, and uh, <clears throat> it's kind. Of, oh, this is a funny scene though because Giles is uh, just a smartass the whole time, mm-hmm. and like Balthazar says something to him, and he's like, <laughs> "God, oh my God!" Okay, let me do it for you, and then you can make funny comments. Yes, they send they send their acolytes to go get the the. They want everybody to to meet there. Basically, Balthazar's like, bring everyone to fucking meet, and so they kidnap the they kidnap the Watchers. The Slayers come to to rescue them and to kill Balthazar. Like that's it's a two two thing, and <laughs> they've got them captured. And Balthazar is <laughs> like, "Where's my fucking amulets?" And uh, Giles is like. I don't know. I'm not telling you or whatever. And the other watchers like, wait, wait, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. If you let us go, I'll, I'll let you know who has it. And uh, Jazz like, shut up. They're just going to torture us to death anyway. And uh, he's like, yeah, that's probably true. Balthazar says. And he's like, no, 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 no. I, I can tell you. Uh, the, the Slayer gave it to, to a friend of hers. And he's like, give me the name. And he goes... I didn't actually get his name because <laughs> they didn't tell him. Uh-huh. And then Angel shows up and is like, it's Angel. And then, then they start fighting. No, but the funny line was when Giles was like, said something about the hard to reach places. Like the oh. Balthazar wanted him to do something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I need you to do something for me. And he's like, yeah. He says, if it's get the hard to reach places, you might as well just kill me now. Right. Yes, that, like was, that. That, was the, that was the funny line I was yeah, trying to get was, to. That was worth it. It was. <laughs> it made me laugh out loud, so it was worth it. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so then they fight Balthazar, and they don't, uh, do they use lights to kill yes, him? Yes, just, just like, like in Blade. Just like in Blade. It's kind of crazy. Yes, they burn. Well, was it light or fire? I don't know, but they burn him. Yeah. He burns, just like in Blade. He burns to death. Burn to death! And then they're just like killing monster after monster after monster. And the mayor's lackey comes up, and Faith fucking stakes him in the heart. Well, this is before they get there. What the fuck? <laughs> if that happened before this, then you should have said so. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry that I couldn't do your job and my job, too. <laughs> but yeah, so everybody's they're, getting they're, staked, and, and they just turn into dust. Turn into dust. Fighting through, they're fighting through the... I'll, I'll tell you when she stabs him. They're fighting through the the streets to get to Balthazar because vampires keep coming up. And then he comes up and is like, hey, and she stand and Buffy's like, no. And cause I guess she knows the guy. I don't know. And uh, she stakes him in the heart and 
they're like, oh my god, we got to get a, an ambulance or whatever, and he's like, uh, and it's like <laughs> I, I thought maybe he was coming there to tell her something, but he never tells her anything. Oh, no, I mean he might have been, but he can't talk now. He's been impaled in the heart. But I, I, if that's the case, I applaud them for not doing the cliche of like, I've got to tell right, you, right, you know, or whatever. <laughs> maybe he was coming to tell them that the mayor was ascending. Maybe he was against the mayor. Maybe he looked. Uh, he looked worried about a lot of the things the mayor was saying. True. So yeah, maybe he was trying to get help. But, but anyway, so she stabs him, and then they they run off because they gotta fight Balthazar, and then afterwards. She comes out, Faith comes out, and looks at the body, and she looks kind of stricken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she killed a, a human being. And then Buffy, so then after all this has been resolved, Buffy goes to Faith's, and she's like, hey, um, and I think it's notable that she's washing her hands. Yeah. Like, she's trying to get the blood off uh-huh. of her hands, even though it's been a while, so presumably, it, and her hands are clean, but, you know, I think it's that. That guilt thing from yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but she says, we got to talk about this faith or whatever. And she's like, no, we don't need to talk about it. It's over and done with. And she's like, but you know, they're, they're, you killed the guy. Like we got to plan on some whatever, like they're going to find a body. And she's like, no, they're not. I went back and I grabbed it and I weighted it down. There's no body. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We didn't threw it in the river or whatever. Yeah. Faith is trying to. Block everything out and doesn't want to deal with it or whatever. And Buffy's trying to be there for her. And it's like that at this point in the episode, I think that's when we, because it's the end of the episode. Yeah. I think that's when we get the idea of like Buffy's not, Buffy has gone down this path as far as she can go. Well, yeah. And Buffy is like, you know, but you killed a person and Faith's like, but I don't care. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she's going to be done now. But I do think she cares. Well, I agree. I think she cares too. But she's going to just take off and not want to deal with it. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with her, but I think that that she's not long for this show. Or maybe Buffy will tell on her, and then the council will, like, punish her or something. I don't know. Well, make her have sex with Xander for the rest of her life. (laughs) That'd be a hell of a punishment, huh? Uh, But, yeah, that is the episode, everyone. Carol, you want me to tell you what to do, so... Why don't you, I do uh, love it when you tell me what to why do. Why don't you tell people what they can do? So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Also, yes. And share the tapes with your friends. Oh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.